I got Mayed, I got Piska, I got Enkvitel. I want to begin by being Mavarich, the sponsors. Rabbi Ephraim Shlema Halberstam, he's my dear friend. So we have to give him a special bracha that Hashem should give him Siata Deshmaya for him and his wife, good health, Gezin, Nachas, Parnosa, Vimali Hashem, Kamashas, Libay Latoiva. Next sponsor, the Boris Davidov. Also, a very dear friend, that's Igal, that's your dad. Ah, so Vimavarech, Reboris. They should continue ha- to have Nachas the Kedusha from all of his children, from all of his grandchildren. Where is, where is, is he? He's on the way. He should walk all the kids down to the Chuppah in good health with his wife. He should have Nachas the Kedusha from all of his grandchildren, from his great grandchildren, Bezos Hashem. And the whole family together should have Siat Shmaya, Lahagdil Tor, Lahadira, and good health, Adbiyas Goel Tzedek. Next, Uriel Mirza Kandov, also my very dear friend. So we wish him Racha Vatzlacha. Uriel's here? Uriel's here. Okay. Hakash Bracha should be Mavarechim, Shefa Bracha Vatzlacha, happiness, health, success, Gezin, Nachas. Also, Yosef Tzvi Davidah, also my very dear friend. Hashem Shemim Varechem, with Yemali Hashem Komishaz Libay Latoiva, Abiyaz Kel Tzedek, and Hashem Shesen, Azdivak Hogan, to Rivka, Bas Devora, the Mehera, take of a Mayad, and for all of Kla Yisrael. I feel very at home over here, and I think, Bez Hashem, this is at least my 10th year coming to this holy institution. We started many years ago, Leil Shavuos. Are we on? We're good? We're good? This wasn't on. It's good? Okay. So, Baruch Hashem, I had the Siyat Shmaya to come here for many, many years. So I see a lot of familiar faces, a lot of chaverim. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to join you this, uh, this holy evening. Tonight... The last night of Sukkot is the Yishpizin of David HaMelech. We say, We plead with you, King David, that you should sit with us, together with the Holy Yishpizin, Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, V'yosef. Tonight is the Yishpizin of King David, David HaMelech. We say about David HaMelech, David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayam. David HaMelech is alive. To whatever extent possible that somebody who is a buster of Adam has to leave this world, but if there's anyone who's still alive, it's King David. David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayam. David Melech Yisrael is alive. Let me remind you briefly some ideas we said in the past, but of course, Ein Beis HaMedrash Beli Chidosh tonight, Brand new. What does it mean, David Yisrael Chayvekayim? David Melch is alive. Why is he alive? Chazal tell us that when David Melch was conceived and then he was born, he was supposed to be a Nafel. He was supposed to be a stillborn. He wasn't going to make it. He was going to live three hours. But ultimately, David Melch survived and he lived for 70 years. Where did he get the 70 years from? Why was he supposed to die in birth? So the Zohar HaKadosh teaches us that when Adam Arishon ate from the first fruit, by the way, 
When Adam ate that first fruit, that's when Hoshana Rabbah was given to the Jewish people. Didn't you know that? Because what was the first word that God said to Adam when he ate from the first fruit? Ayeka, where are you? Aleph, Rosh Hashanah. Now you have to face Yom Adin. Yud, Yom Kippur. Chaf, after 20 days, Hoshana Rabbah. Hey, because Hashanah Rabbah that year was a Thursday, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden. So the moment he ate from the fruit, he already got, that's why he had fruit. Right? Because Adam Arishan ate the fruit, through the fruit came Hoshana Rabbah. That's Rabbi Yaakov Emden, the source in the Torah for Hoshana Rabbah. Ayeka. He ate the fruit, God said, The day you eat it, you're going to die. Yeah, but what do you mean? He didn't die the day he ate it. So the Medrash says, God debated. Harav Boris, welcome. The day that, so, but he didn't die the day he ate it. So the Medrash says that God debated, should he consider it human day and he should die the day he was born, or should he consider it a godly day and a day for God is a thousand years. So Hashem ultimately decided that what it means on the day that you eat it, you're going to die, it means within the first thousand years. That's why Adam Rishon was given a thousand years. But Hashem showed Adam Arishain, Dar Dar Vidarshav, all the great scholars who would ever live, and one of them was King David. And he looks in David's repertoire, he's only going to live a couple hours. So Adam Arishain said, Can you give gifts in uh, Shamayim? In other words, could you do Zell, PayPal? You know, does that work in Shamayim? So God said, If Zell works down here, you could Zell upstairs. So Adam Arishain, I'm going to Zell David 70 years. So uh, Hashem said, what's your pin number? So Adam put in the pin, and he sent 70 years to David. He got it right, he got a notification immediately that he got 70 years. That's the Zayar HaKadosh in Parshas Lech Lecha. The Zohar says in Lech Lecha, Adam gave David 70 years. The problem is, if you look in Parshas Vayishlach, the Zohar HaKadosh says a different story altogether. The Zohar HaKadr says there's a man by the name of Abraham, Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu lived how long? One, oh good, 175. But he should have lived 180. He died five years early. So he has an extra five dollar, five years in escrow. Okay? So Avram Avinu zelled Adam Arishon five years. Yitzchak didn't give anything. He lived 180. He didn't give anything. Yaakov Avinu lived 147. Yeah? He should have lived 175. So he has 28 years that he sent to David. So now David has five years from Abraham. He has 28 years from Yaakov. Comes Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik lived 110. He's supposed to live 147, like Yaakov. So he gave 37 years to David. So Abraham gave five years. Yaakov gave 28 years. And Yosef gave 37 years. So the Medrash asks, Yosef gave more years than everyone else together? Because he's a tzaddik, he's the only person, except for Noach in the whole Tanakh called tzaddik. Noach is tzaddik. And, and it says in Amos, Al-Mikram Bakesef Tzaddik. Yosef's a tzaddik. So if you're a tzaddik, you're very giving. The, the more you give, the bigger of a tzaddik you are. Actually, it's interesting. What makes somebody a tzaddik? Tzaddik is somebody who gives food to other people. So Noah feeds the whole world. And Yosef feeds the whole world. So you say, what do you mean? You know who else feeds the whole world? 
God feeds the whole world. Exactly. God's also tzaddik. Okay? So here the Zohar is saying, Avraham gives five years. Yaakov gave 28 years. Yosef gave 37 years. 70 years. So David lived 70 years. So all the Mepharshim ask, so then David got 70 years twice. 70 years from Adam. 70 years from Avraham, Yaakov, and David, and Yosef. So this is a big question. We want to discuss this here. If you don't remember, we'll just say the whole thing again now. But I'm assuming you remember, so we have to say new material, okay? But just, the Chidah says, the Chidah says like this, Ada, um, David got 70 years twice. So ask the Chidah, so David should have lived 140 years. So he says, he did! David Amelch never slept. So he learned during the day. And he learned at night, so he learned 140, he lived 140 years. So we say, why is Hoshana Rabbah the night of David? Because Hoshana Rabbah is when we stay up the whole night to learn like David HaMelech. David HaMelech stayed up every single night. He said, Ma hafti tayrasecha kol ayoyim. Yomim, yoyim is the day. Kol is the rabbis, halelos. So David HaMelech learned day and night. So Hoshana Rabbah, once in a while, we're like King David. Now, sleep is the 60th of death. So people say, oh, no wonder, so death must be really good. No, no, no. Sleep is 160th of death. So David, he came to this world to rectify Adam Arishan. Adam Arishan brought Misa Olam. So David HaMelech is Chai V'Kayam, he's alive. So anything that's even a semblance of death, David HaMelech has to counteract. So David never sleeps. David never sleeps. That's one reason why David Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayam. He's rectifying the sin of Adam Arishan. By the way, another interesting little tidbit is that Rizal says, Adam is Rosh Yitevois, Adam, David, Mashiach. Because all three come from Adam. Adam, David, Mashiach. So there's a big question why is Mashiach alluded to in the final Mem? You don't spell Mashiach with a final Mem, you spell Mashiach with a regular Mem. So it's interesting that Mashiach is alluded to with Adam, David, Mashiach. The answer, Revelio Gutmacher says like, they're very interesting, very amazing. When Adam ate from the Eitz Hadas, the Zohar says he saw a floater. You know, any, do- any eye doctors over here? Yeah, it's not good to see a floater. You see floaters, it's dangerous. When Adam ate a floater, like in your mind's eye, you see something floating in the air, you need to seek medical attention immediately. So what's the source of this? The Zohar says that when Adam ate from the Eitz Hadas, it says, Vatikach mi pirio. He took from the fruit. He disattached the mem from pirio. And when you had, so now we have a floating mem. You know what a floating mem stands for? Misa, death. Why? Because it says by Chava, Vatipakachna, Vatikach. It says seven times, Vav Tav, Vav Tav, Vav Tav. When a Mem, which is now freed, attaches to Vav Tav, it's Maves. Okay? So Adam originally eating from the fruit, the Zohar says, Vatikach, Mi Pirio, Mi Pirio. So he disattached the Mem. And the mem attaches to the vav tuf, it brings misa olam. So I made a calculation. 
How many Vav Tufts are there by the Sin of the Yitzhadas? Seven. If you notice by tomorrow's Kriyas HaTorah, Umin Chasam, final Mem. Because when you have a final Mem, you seal up the open Mem. Open Mem stands for Misa. Bila Mavis Lanetzach is when you seal the Mem shut. And then there's no more death. There are going to be seven mems we need to seal shut. An Hoshana Rabba, Umin Chasam, Viniskehem, La Parim, Lo Elim, Vlak Vasim. What's the next word? Vinisparam. Every other day is Kamishpat. Hoshana Rabba, the day of David. Kamishpatam. We seal it all up. It's gone forever. It's the only. Pasuk and Chumash, seven final mems in a row. Because the day of David. David steals the mem. You know why? David. Dalid. Dalid. And we connect it with a vav, and we make a final mem. David. Dalid. Dalid. Seal it with a vav. We attach it with a vav. Make a final mem. How do you do this? The first letter of Shas Bavli is Me'imasai. Open mem. If you just start the Shas, you're in big trouble. Everyone can start the Shas. The final letter of Shas is a closed Mem. The Yetzer Hara, he says, you could start the Shas, but if uh, you'll never finish it. Put Mem. Yetzer, final Mem, Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is open Mem. Yetzer, final Mem. You could start Shas. Anyone could start Shas. But the, you know what Samach <laughs> What's the name of the Samach Mem? Samach Mem Aleph Lamed. That's his name, right? He says, Siyum Meseches Ein La'asot. Start the Mesechta, start Shas, but never finish. So Yaakov Avinu, he's standing, he's having a dream, and what does he see? He sees, Sulam, Siyum Mesechta La'asot. Okay. That's just the introduction to tonight's show. Tonight we're going to talk about Lulav. Tomorrow is your last chance. I don't want to catch anybody, Simchat Torah, walking around with the Lulav. You're done. Tomorrow is your last chance. Okay? In Shiloh Setshuvah Mahari Vayel, quoted by Ber Hetev, he brings different Ramazim on the Lulav. Lulav is Gematria 68. Chayim! Lulav is gematria, life. Life. What are you going to do with that? What's the halacha? This is not really relevant so much because we buy a new lulav every year. Back in the day, they would recycle. You know, sometimes they would use the lulav. Well, the lulav of 2019, you used for 2022. Lulav hayavesh. Pasul. Kasher oipasul. Good. Lulav Hayavesh Pasul. How dry does it have to be to be Pasul? Dry. It's a Machloikis, the Bavli in the Yushami. Bavli says, why is Lulav Hayavesh Pasul? Bavli says, it's not Hadar, it's not beautiful. Not, it's not beautiful. Then even if it's a little bit dry, Pasul. Yushami says, Lulav Hayavesh Pasul, you know why? Loi hamesim yahalaluka. The dead cannot praise Hashem. 
then it has to be dead like a doorknob. Now, I don't know why doorknobs are dead. I'm happy they're not alive, but I don't know why we say dead. Do you know, this is Tzadik, do you know why we say dead like a doorknob? What? Abo. Why dead like a doorknob? Why not dead like the floor? It's, it must be has some Kabbalistic secret. Dead like the doorknob. It's still useful, but if dead, it is nothing. It's done. It's a good shot. Sign him up for next year. Next year he'll be giving shiur. So, um, according to the opinion of Yushalmi, only if it's dead and it's white like a ghost is it puzzle. Why? The dead can't praise God, and if the lulav is dead, it can't be used to praise God. Says Maran Gaon Uzenu Chida in his Hagois on the Lavush. Why is it so important that the lulav be alive? Why is it so important lulav has to be alive? Why about tefillin that are dried out? What about talus that's dried out? Why the lulav has to be alive? Says Chida, because lulav is gematria chayim, like talus etchivas marivayel. So the very definition of lulav is alive. It cannot be used to praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now this is very interesting, by the way, just as an aside, because usually if you have a machlokes bavli yushalmi, so according to bavli. It, even if it's a little bit pasul, it's not, a, little, a little bit dry, it's pasul. According to Yushalmi, only if it's completely dry is it pasul. Do we usually pasul like Bavli or Yushalmi? Always like Bavli against Yushalmi. Why? Bavli is later. Bavli had more chachamim who were involved in redacting it. And yet the rush paskins like Yushalmi, that only if the lulav is dry and dead like a doorknob is the lulav pasul. Interesting that the rush would pass in like the Yushalmi over the Babli. The Bnei Yisachar writes, this rush, the rush must have understood Soyed Hashem Lireyav as some kind of divine communication, even though normally we say Halacha Loba Shamayimhi. The rush understands that this is a limited, isolated circumstance we pass in like Yushalmi over the Babli. So we want to investigate, investigate this this evening. Why is it so important that the lulav be alive, that the lulav not be dry, that loy hamisim yahaleluka? I want to ask you a question. David Amelach says in Tehillim, loy hamisim yahaleluka, the dead can praise Hashem. Really? Also, I'll tell you another, a few things the dead can't do. Why didn't David say, the dead can't eat sushi? Yeah? Could have said that? David Amel could have said, the dead can't play ping pong. David Amel could have said, the dead can't come Lel Hoshana Rabbah. The dead can't hear a shear. The dead can't give a shear. The dead can't drink seltzer. The dead can't do a somersault. Of all the things the dead can't do, why does David say, Loi Hameisim Yehalleluka? Dead can't do anything. You ever wonder about that? Why is David Amel saying, the dead can't praise Hashem? Why didn't David say, the dead can't learn Tyra? The dead can't wear a tefillin. The dead can't wear a tzitzis. The dead... Yeah? Another pasuk in Tehillim. This pasuk says in Yisod V'shor Avodah. when you say this pasuk, you should think, God, don't take me away from this world young. We say it every morning. 
God, what benefit would there be if my blood? If I would be buried. Listen to the argument of David HaMelech. Can the dead thank you? God, don't take me away. If I die, I won't be able to thank you. I won't be able to do anything. Why didn't David say, don't take me? I won't be able to wear tefillin. I won't be able to learn. I won't be able to wear tzitzis. I won't be able to do shiluch hakein. Why does David say, Hayoy Dicha Afar? I'll give you another example. We say every day in Shmon Esrei, Dichoyel Hachayim, Yaducha Sela, the living will praise you, will thank you. So what do we see from here? We see a very important Limud. How do you define being alive? What's the definition of life? What's the definition of life? So we say, uh, definition of life is respiratory and cerebral activity. Now, what is the definition of Chayim? We're learning from David HaMelech, the definition of life is thanking HaKadosh Baruch. How do you know if you're alive or not? Do you want to hear an amazing Medrash? The matter says, you ever hear the Gemara says that the Rishaim are Nikraim Mesim Bechayehem? The wicked are called dead when they're alive. Why would you say the wicked are called dead? Because uh, they do Averot. Yeah, because they sin. The Medrash says, why are the wicked called dead? Because they get up in the morning and the sun rises and they don't say, thank you Hashem for the sun. Did you thank Hashem for the sun this morning? The tzaddikim, when they drink water, they say, Rebunisham, how did you do this? I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. You took two atoms of hydrogen, which is a gas. You took an atom of oxygen, which is a gas. If you're thirsty, hydrogen won't do anything for you. Oxygen won't do anything for you. And you somehow combine two gases to make a liquid, and it quenches my thirst. Baruch atah Adonai, Elohinu Melech Ha'elam, Shehakayal Niyam Gemarai. Says the Gemara, the tzaddik, why is the tzaddik always alive? Because he's always thanking Hashem. He says, thank you Hashem that I have friends. Thank you Hashem that I have a toothbrush. Not only do you thank it, your friend also thanks you that you have a toothbrush. <laughs> Thank you, Hashem, that I have a pillow. It's not as easy to fall asleep if you don't have a pillow. Thank you, Hashem, that I have a mattress. If I don't have a mattress, I sleep on a board. It's not so comfortable. Thank you, Hashem, that when I, when I wake up in the morning, I remember how to walk. I know I learned how to walk when I'm three years old, but who says I'm going to remember it? Sometimes people, they get older, they don't remember how to walk. Thank you, Hashem, I, I remember how to walk. Thank you, Hashem, that I have five fingers so I could turn the doorknob. Thank you, Hashem, that I have running water. Thank you, Hashem, that by the time you left your house, you thanked HaKadosh Baruch a hundred times. Then you know you're alive. If you could thank, the definition of life is hoida. V'chol ha-chayim yoiducha. By the way, the Torah writes, you know what the word chayim stands for? There are four people who have to give bench goimel. You know who they are? Someone who's chavush, someone who's in jail. 
Ches, someone who is sick and was healed. Yam, someone who crosses the sea. Yisurin, someone who was in jail. Midbar, someone who crosses the desert. Chayim stands for the four people who have to thank Hashem. The reason why Rishayim are called dead is because they don't thank Hashem. A person could learn Torah, do mitzvot, stay up the whole night, Hoshana Rabbah, shake the lula, beat the arava to a pulp. You beat the daylights out of the arava. You do that? Yeah. I thought so. You could dance with the Torah seven times. You could sing a hundred nigunim. But you didn't thank Hashem for the sun, for your mouth, for teeth. Some people, their teeth don't stay in their gums. If you wake up and you're not in writhing pain, that means a trillion processes needed to go right. That person's not in pain. Being alive means God, By the way, anyone here know a Dvar Torah from Baba Sali? Not a story. Uh, not, not a miracle. I want Devar Torah from the Baba Sali. I'm going to tell you my favorite Baba Sali, sto- Sali story with Rebbe Vadya. This is my favorite story. Nobody else likes it. I'm the only one who likes it, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. You ready for this story? So Rebbe Vadya was going to visit the south in Israel. Okay? And Baba Sali heard that Rebbe Vadya was coming, so he invited Rebbe Vadya to spend time with him. And... When Ravadya came, Baba Sali said, everybody out of the room, this is emergency, I need to speak to uh, uh, Ravadya. Now, I think the Baba Sali was Megala to Ravadya that he had the neshama of one of the Gaonim, I think Rav Haigoyim. Okay. Rav Yitzchak Yosef was a little boy, he snuck into the room, and the Baba Sali let him stay in the room. Baba Sali says to Ravadya, we need to wash Natilat Yadayim right now. If we wash right now, Mashiach will come. Never has there been such... Concentration of Kedushah, me and you, we watch now, Mashiach comes, we call it a day. Rebavadya looks at his watch, Rebavadya says, I can't, I'm scheduled to give shiur soon. If I watch, I'm going to be late, late to my shiur. Baba Sali says, if we don't watch now, I don't know when Mashiach could come. Rebavadya says, what can I do? Godol Talmud Torah Yoiser Mibinyan Beis Hamikdash. You can't stop. If Mashiach would come right now, we would say, could you wait for us until the shiur is over? Learning Torah is much greater than building a base of Mikdash. Of course. So long as Ezra's Rebbe was alive, he did not go to build the base of Mikdash. He can't. Lima Torah is much greater. Anyway, now at first, nobody likes to hear this story. But this is a very important Limud. Learning Torah is much greater than building Beit Mikdash. Much greater. You would not be allowed to interrupt the study of Torah. Okay. So I'm going to share with you Devar Torah from Baba Sali. Do you remember in Parshat Korach, there was Magifa. Because after Korach and his Eda died, so they started to complain, so all of a sudden people started dying. So the Pasuk says, Vayamod Bein Hameisim Ubein Hachayim. Aaron Akoin stood before the living and the dead. Remember this? Aaron Akoin stands before the living and the dead. So what? And then the Magifa stopped. So we think it means, I don't know, he stood over here, the Magifa was here, 
the living is here. So Aaron said, oh, don't, don't, over, you know, over my dead body, Aaron said, and he stopped the Magifa. Babastali wants to know, what does it mean? Vayamod bein hameisim ubein hachayim. Says Babastali, Vayamod, he probed, he delved, he analyzed. What's the difference between the living and the dead? Vayamod, he probed. Ma bein mes What's the difference between being alive and dead? The difference is, Thanking Hashem. So he said, God, don't take these people away because they won't be able to thank you anymore. That's what it means. So we're learning a very important lesson. The definition of life is thanking HaKadosh Baruch Let me tell you a little story. I have a friend in North Woodmere, B.J. Frankel, he, he sent me the story. It's a beautiful story. It's actually in Rabbi Yitzchak Hizegur's book. Very beautiful story. There was a man by the name of Usher. Usher was having a very difficult life. He had five daughters, all of marriageable age. He couldn't get them out of the house. Could not find Shiduchim. 36, 34, 30, 28, 20. He, he couldn't move him. He had a chavruta. The chavruta had a girl. She comes home from seminary. The next day, she's engaged. And Usher's daughters were much more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 37. And not only that, so now, now, Usher's Chavrusa in the Yushalayim, you know, the Minigas, you gotta buy the guy like a half a million dollar apartment, or a million dollar apartment. Cause I, I once called somebody in Yushalayim, and uh, he wasn't there, I asked, where, where did he go? They said, Minig Yushalayim, Minig Yushalayim. I said, what's Minig Yushalayim? Don't worry. Minig Yushalayim, they come to America to collect, to give the apartment to the son-in-law. <laughs> so, Usher, was asked by the Chavruta, I need to buy the apartment for my son-in-law. Could you be the Arev, the co-signer? He said, all right. And it hurt him because he can't move his girls and he's going to be the co-signer. So he said, no problem. The guy could not make good on his uh, purchase. They come to Usher. Usher didn't have the money. They took away Usher's apartment. So now the poor guy, he has the five girls, he lost his house, and the Chavruta walked off as a son-in-law and, and an apartment. He didn't know what to do with himself. So somebody said, go to the Rebbe, the Gar Rebbe. So what's the Rebbe going to do? He's going to give me an apartment? He's going to find Shaduchim? They said, go to the Gar Rebbe. The Gar Rebbe looks Usher in the eye and he says, Usher, do you thank Hashem? He, that's, not, that's not what he wanted to hear. He wanted the Rebbe to say hocus pocus and give him money and Shaduchim come down from Shemayim. Usher, do you thank Hashem? He was so upset, he couldn't answer, and he walked down. He was talking to a friend. The friend said, what did the Rebbe say? The Rebbe asked me if I thanked Hashem. I mean, he doesn't understand, he doesn't feel for my plight. So the friend said, I don't know, maybe the, other, maybe the Rebbe has a point. Do you thank Hashem? I mean, you have five beautiful daughters, you have a wonderful wife, you have family, you have your health, you have Parnassah, are you constantly thanking Hashem? 
what exactly did the Rebbe say? So he said, actually, the Rebbe gave me a mathematical formula. The Rebbe said, when you pray to God, 60% has to be thanking Hashem, 40% you could ask for your needs. By the way, who does that? We come to Hashem with a whole laundry list. I need A, I need 8.1, 8.2, 8.3, I need Parnassa, I need livelihood, I need money, I need stuff, I need C, D, Parnassa, right? Money, people, right? And then, oh, yeah, yeah, Hashem, yeah, thank you, thank you. But and I also need stuff. Most people spend all their prayers. When people are like this, whether they're thanking or they're asking, oh, not 99%, 100 you could bet a billion dollars they're asking. You never saw anyone standing there like that. Thank you, Hashem. Very rarely. What? He's a tzaddik. So he's not going to bet. He does this. I'm still betting a billion dollars that they're asking for their needs. Okay? So he said, where'd the Rebbe get that from? Where'd the Rebbe get this formula? 60% to 40%? Where'd he get it from? So it was Sukkot, and he opened up the Hallel, and he said, wait a second. Wait a second. Haidu Hashem Kitaev Kiliyoylam Chastai Six out of the ten are thanking Hashem. Four out of the ten are asking for your needs. So the story obviously has a good ending, otherwise I wouldn't tell it. Usher started doing that, and all of a sudden, one daughter got engaged, and the next daughter got engaged, and he moved all them out of the house, and he got a big Yerusha, and he got his apartment back, and all the good things that you can imagine how the story ended, that's what happened. The definition of life is Chaim. The Risham are called Mason because they don't thank Hashem for the simple things in life. What does the Gemara say about Modim? Now, you, you, Svaradim, you know how to do this, but we Ashkenazim, maybe we need some Chizuk. Modim, the Gemara says, you need to bow down, Ache Yifakutu, Kol, Cholyois, Shebeshidra. Not like that. All the way down to all the vertebrae are protruding. Says the Gemara, what happens to the Shidrachas Vishalom if somebody doesn't bow down by Modim? The Gemara says in Baba Kama, it turns into Nachash. If somebody does not bow properly by Modim, the spine turns into a snake. Why? Because the definition of life is gratitude. And if you don't show gratitude, then it's a definition of Misa. So if you don't use the spine for gratitude, it turns into Misa, the Nachash. Morav Rabotai, what is the Lulav? Which part of the body is the Lulav? The spine. 
So the lulav has to be dedicated for hoda, for gratitude. Because we know if the spine is not bowing by modem terms to nachash, the lulav is the spine. So the lulav has to be hoda. So now we understand why lulav hayavesh is possible. Why? Because lo hamesim ya the dead cannot thank Hashem. The lulav is your spine. The lulav is dedicated for hayda. And if the lulav is not dedicated for hayda, it's pasul. It's lulav hayavesh. Lulav hayavesh is pasul. Lulav is gematria chayim sixty-eight. By the way, Rabbi Yaakov Avi Chatzir says hadas is sixty-seven, and my call is also chayim. So we want to say as follows. Says Rabbi Yosef Engel. By the way, it's very interesting. The number five is always associated with hoda, gratitude. Modim is the fifth bracha of Shavach. Magin Avraham, Chayim Etim, Atar Kadosh, Ritzei, Modim. Five is always the Mishnah Perkei Avot says. Five Kinyanim of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The fifth is Migdal David Beit Hamikdash. Beit Hamikdash is Makom Hoda'a. Hoda'a is always the number five. The Gemara says on the fifth day of creation, the birds were created that sing Hoda'a to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We know there was a plague in the time of Rabbi Akiva. When did the students stop dying? On Lagba Omer. What's the Sefira of Lagba Omer? Lagba Omer is. Hod Shebehod. Gratitude Shebe Gratitude. Hoda. On the Sefirah of Hod Shebehod, the epitome of gratitude. Gratitude. So nobody could die. It's Chayim. The students are going to keep us stop dying. Not on Chesed Shebe Chesed. Not on Chesed Shebe Gevura. Not on Tiferes. Hod Shebehod. Hod Shebehod is gratitude Shebe Gratitude. So the Tamidim stop dying. Says of Yosef Engel, why is David HaMelech called David? David is Lashon Hoda, gratitude. Who expressed their gratitude to Hashem more than David HaMelech? Who said the words, Hoidu Lashem Kitoiv, Kili Elam David HaMelech is the epitome of gratitude. David HaMelech is the definition of gratitude. David, Melech, Yisrael, Chai, Vekayam, King David is alive and he endures. When there's gratitude, there's life. Sadikim afilu b'misasan, the Gemara says, are Chayim, because they're always expressing gratitude to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So tonight, Hoshana Rabbah, the night of David HaMelech, yes, we stay up the whole night learning Torah, Torah Hashem Tamima, Meshivas Nafesh. You have to understand when you learn Torah, Torah is the name of Hashem. They're names of Hashem. You know that? Na- these are names of Hashem. Why do we make Birchat HaTorah? What's the source for Birchat HaTorah? Anybody know? Where in the Chumash does it say you have to make Birchat HaTorah? It says, Kishem Hashem Ekra Havu Godel Elohim. When I say the name of God, express greatness to our Creator. The Chumash are names of Hashem. The Ramban says that we have a tradition 
of Mesorah Emet, that there are many, many ways to break up the Pesukim of the Chumash. Many, many ways to break up the letters. But one of the ways are all the letters of the Chumash are names of Hashem. So when you say the names of Hashem, you have to praise Hashem, you have to thank Hashem. You ever realize in Berchus HaTorah we say, V'niya anachnu v'tzatzainu kulanu yodei shemecha. We should all know your name. Your name. Because the Chumash are names of Hashem. What do we say in Shira Shirem? We say, L'reach shemanecha tovim shemen turak shemecha shemen turak shemecha You know how God gave us shemen? What's shemen? Mitzvot. He took His name. God took His name. And He poured out His name. And from His name, shemen, mitzvot, came out. But the Torah is all names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shemen Turak Shemecha. You know why there are no Nikudot in the, in the Sefer Torah? Why are there no Nikudot in the Sefer Torah? It would be much easier, no? The, the Balkore would not have to stay up all night memorizing how to read. Wouldn't it be nice? Says Radvaz and Tshuva. Because one, there's a dimension of reading the Torah that it's names of Hashem and therefore we can't have Nikudot because the Nikudot is a different reading of the Pesukim. There's a dimension of Torah that it's all the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we learn the Torah, one of the reasons we learn the Torah is as gratitude to Hashem. That's the simplest, basic reason. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us life, He gave us a mind, He gave us faculty, He gave us ability, and we learn His Torah, we study His Torah, we fulfill His mitzvot, as simple hakaratato. How is David HaMelech Tikkun for Adam HaRishon? One of the chata'im of Adam HaRishon is God said, Hey Adam, where did you get the fruit from? Now we know there's a very, there's a big question. What, what was the fruit? What was it? Some say Te'ina, some say Chita, some say Gefen, Ben Ishchai says all three, Shalosh, Pamim, Bashana, Tachog, Tachog, Te'ina, Chita, Gefen. All three. But there's also an opinion that was an Esra. And therefore the matter says, We take on the first day to rectify the sin of Adam who ate the Esra. But when God said, where do you get the esrog from? Adam didn't say, yeah, I got it on Main Street. I got a good deal on Main Street. Adam said, she gave it to me. The lady you gave me, she gave me the fruit. So basically, God, it's your fault. You gave me this lady, and she gave me the fruit. What do Chazal say? Kafoy betoiba. He's an ingrate. God gave him a woman to be Ezer Kenegdo. That's how you talk to God. The woman you gave me, she gave me the fruit. It's a lack of hakarat hatov. So Adam Harishon, what's the tikkun for Adam Harishon? Haidav, David HaMelech. Why did Adam bring mital olam? Because he was kafoy betova. He didn't have gratitude to God. So the nachash came. Now by the way, 
Chazal say that before this in other Hadas, how are we doing? We're good? I should start over? Okay, we're going to start over. No? Because he was an ingrate. See, Bernie, you know, Chazal say that before the sin of the Itzadas, if Adam needed something, he had two agents, like Uber, Uber Eat. One Nachash went to the right, got him whatever he needed. One Nachash went to the left, got him whatever he needed. But then after, because of the sin, the Nachash turned into an enemy. So the sin of Adam, in a certain way, was he was Kafoy Betoiva. So he brought the regular mem into the world, the open mem, mita. In great lack of gratitude, it brings misa olam. So David Amelech, dalid vav dalid, he seals the two dalids, he makes the closed mem. How? Hoidu lashem kitoiv ki the olam David Amelech brought gratitude to the world. David Amelech. He said thank you to his wife. You know how you rectify the sin of Adam Marisha and you tell your wife, you know, how did you do it? You had to cook 20 meals Chodesh Tishrei, starting with Rosh Hashanah, Erev Yom HaKippur, Motzah Yom Kippur, Shabbos Shuba, first two days, Shabbos, it's not possible. How do you do that? Thank you. Thank you. You're misakin the sin of Adam Arishon. You bring Chayim to the world. So tomorrow, you're going to lift up the Lulav. The Lulav is your Shidra. Gematria Chayim. And you say, you shake it, you say, I thank you that you created me. I thank you for my right arm. I thank you for my left arm. I thank you for my right eye. I thank you for my left eye. I thank you for my second toe, my third toe, my fourth toe, my fifth toe, my fingers, my kidneys, my liver, my right lung, my left lung. What do you think about when you do Nanuim? Rev Miller, I heard Rev Miller say, I heard it from his app. Shook one time for one son-in-law, for a different son-in-law, for a different child. Every. Oh, the purpose of Shidra is Hoidota Hashem. So how many Nanuim do we do? Three to this way, three that way, three that way, three that way. 18, says Tikkun Zoyar. Chai, Nanuim is Hoidah. Hoidah is life. Chai Nanuim. How many vertebrae in the Shidra? 18 vertebrae in the Shidra. Because the purpose of Shidra, there are 18 vertebrae. And I know you could be a chiropractor, so you can tell me there are five in the lumbar and there are seven here. The, the Gemara says 18 vertebrae in the Shidra. So you bow down and you thank Hashem for life. The definition of life is thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu. One last thing. Says Reb Chaim Falaji in the Sefer Moed L'Cholchai. We know the Zohar says the Sukkah is which letter? Which which letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Sukkah? Hey, two walls and a bit. Says Reb Chaim Falaji, bet it's a base. Why? Three walls. Vav, vav, vav. 
What's vav, vav, and vav? Chai. That's the purpose of the sukkah. God gave us life, says the Medrash. God gave us a new year, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He gave us life. So how are you going to show that we're going to be alive this year? We take the lulav, the shidra, yud ches chuliyosha, the shidra. We do the nanuim 18 times. And we say, Rebbein thank you for our life. Thank you for all the blessings of our life. And the Ezrat Hashem, if we're able to incorporate more hayda into our personalities, into our perspective, into our attitude, the Yibam should give us shnas chayim, v'shalom, shefa, bracha, parnasa, beruchnis, v'gashmius, abiyas, goel, sedek, v'hev yamino, amin.